the Sports Desk. Good morning, welcome to the Sports Desk on your Friday morning. And it's going to be the grand finale for the year, our final show of the Sports Desk for 2022. Quite sad, it's come to an end. Massive show to get through and we've got a massive team around us. Welcome back, uh, Jimmy. We haven't seen him since the first half of the year. My mic's not on. Oh, no. There we go. There we go. Crazy. How are you, boys? It's been. I'm not used to having long. this many people in here. <laughs> Apologies. That's all right. How are you, boys? I thought I thought the team was about to do a solo show. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just going to sit and admire his good work. But I mean, uh, you know. it's good to see you, Jimmy. Um, I think back. first time I'm seeing you since uh, the US and. Coops is in the studio. Coop is in the house. Yeah, well, I thought Jim was just avoiding me because I've been here for four weeks. Keep talking yeah, about him and he doesn't show up. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming on canal. Come on, Jimmy. Yeah, no. you got to be better than that. Well, I decided uh, to become an adult and go get myself a full-time job. So that was, uh, that was a fun experience. But we're back. We're looking forward to it. We Big are. show. Massive Big show. Big weekend in sports for oh, multiple reasons on. on very different levels. And we'll get to that over the course of the show. I'll tell you what. Mm. Sport in the last month has been sick. Oh, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just been great. The World Cup has just fueled something in me that makes me just want to scream. It's been, no, no, honestly, the World Cup's been really good. <laughs> For the first time, I haven't had much much work, so I've been able to watch many games, and I don't probably want to get a World Cup where I can sit down and watch as many games as I had. So, Do you think this is the best World Cup since... Um, I'd I'd say South Africa. 2010. South Africa was good. I reckon because of the amount of upsets, it makes you like you know what I mean. Like those quali- like if oh, you yeah. think of the big moments of like Saudi Arabia and then how far Morocco have gone, you probably like storylines wise. So I reckon definitely, definitely. It's um it's certainly been one of those World Cups as well where people doubted at the start. Yeah, like I I don't know about you guys, but certainly when I woke up for that two a.m. game, well that three a.m. game, um, Ecuador versus Qatar, I watched it. I'm like, this isn't a World Cup. Like, I just didn't get that magic and that vibe <laughs> yeah, from it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe because it was from two absolute powerhouses of world football coming against each other. Oh, yeah. Um, but as the World Cup got on and, you know, Australia played their matches and we started to see, you know, um, Saudi Arabia beat Argentina, the GOAT getting in question of, you know, is he actually going to make it out of the group stage? What's going to happen? Mm. Poland being a dark horse in the tournament. Mm. Morocco coming out of absolutely nowhere. Uh, and then Australia doing their thing and just... And I don't understand how it happened because the team that we've got probably wasn't the strongest, but we made it work, and that was one of the most magical things that I think that Australian sport will ever see. Because if we're completely honest with each other, I don't think we're going to get to that the year after or the next World Cup solely because really? of the squads that we've got. Okay. I think we're losing a lot of players, uh, and I think our youth is going to improve. But will it get to this level where we're going to have an experienced striker like Mitch Duke? We're going to have, you know, like the Aaron Moyes of the world. We're going to have the Frustiches, the Matt Leckies. All, all, all these variables that come into the conversation, they're going to have to need to step up. Um, so it's, I'm excited for the, for the future of the game, but we've got a big, big match coming up on uh, Monday morning at 2am, I can tell you that. So good uh-huh. luck getting some sleep and going to work on Monday because it's going to be bloody difficult. I thought you were about to say good luck getting a ticket. I'm like, if, if, you, if you're leaving it this late to fly over to Qatar, you are very, very brave. <laughs> I was just about to make an announcement that I'm going to Qatar. <laughs> there you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> Get the tickets lined up. Uh-huh. I would be curious to see how much the, the, the tickets would be going for, but certainly it is a World Cup. I mean, I was over in the US not that long ago and they were watching all the games as well, not known as a massive soccer mm. nation. 
the fact that they call it soccer probably says a lot as well. Uh, but, you know, I was in Vietnam in 2018 when the last World Cup was on and, and they, every single television of every single restaurant, every single business has the World Cup on their screen. So it really does capture the whole world and uh, I think it's been a great show. All right, Michael. The Euler football. We will definitely talk oh, yes. much more World Cup, but we'll get into the news and some swimming news off the back. What oh, have you yes. got for me? The Charmer, the instant Charmer, Cole Chalmers, what a man and what a performance overnight uh, in the 2022 FINA World Championships, hosted right here in Melbourne, if you don't mind. He got a gold in the men's 100 freestyle, and this was a championship record too, 45.16 seconds. Uh, he also got the gold in the men's 4x50 freestyle relay final, uh, and he anchored Australia there to victory as well with his impressive tattoos. He doesn't mind a good photo. He, he gets a good photo in after... Uh, uh, most of his big performances, Chalmers. So he did produce a breathtaking final leg to overhaul Italy to win by 0. 0.04 in a time of 123.44. So an impressive but a very close final indeed. And what about Emma McKeon? I mean, the 28-year-old, she just keeps producing incredible gold medal performances. She got a gold in the women's 100 freestyle final. And another championship record has been broken as well with 50 50.77 seconds with 11 Olympic gold medals, including, uh, so should I say, Olympic, yeah, 11 Olympic gold, uh, 11 Olympic medals, five gold. Who knows? She might get another six at the next <laughs> Olympics. I mean, we all know Dawn Fraser, an absolute legend for her time with four gold medals. I mean, Emma McKeon is one of our, well, if not the most decorated Australian Olympians. So she just continues her fine form in the pool. And she was a part of that gold medal winning team uh, the women's 4x100 freestyle as well in the relay she was a part of the team with Meg Harris Molly O'Callaghan and Madison Wilson and she swam her first sub 50 second 100 freestyle sprint if you don't mind so coming in at 49.96 seconds uh, they again breaking great records uh, and they broke the record set by the Dutch in 2014 so a lot of good results in the pool we know it's one of our strong suits when it comes to Olympic time and we're certainly doing the Australians proud at the World Championships at home in Melbourne. So uh, if you are around Melbourne, get down to the World Championships. We're doing great things. Definitely, definitely. Okay. Uh, also in the news this morning, Manly Sea Eagles star Tom uh, Trevojevic uh, has suffered yet another hamstring injury with the 2021 Daily Air medalist to miss the next six to eight weeks of pre-season. Um, Tribuvich limped off the training field on Monday and uh, scans confirmed he had sustained a grade 2 hamstring strain uh, with a partial tear set still to be fit for uh, Manly's Round 1 clash with Canterbury. And it's always this time this year with pre-seasons and stuff. I know <laughs> um, there was some few things about Sam Walsh this week still having a bit of back soreness uh, from Carlton. So carrying the whole team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. It was there. <laughs> it was there. So, no, it. it's always a worry. You hope everyone gets through pre-season uh, mm. without a breeze. If my mate who's doing pre-season for local footy has broken his nose. So. Oh, <laughs> love that. So, not the greatest stats. <laughs> um, any uh, news off the... Oh, I was going to say, I mean, you know, to be to be a little bit biased, our Essendon boys, um, they're, they're looking pretty strong in the pre-season, I must say. Got some great Indigenous um, imports as well who are doing some great things on the track. I've heard one of our, our magical boys, he's doing, you know, 360 spins and he's you know fend offs and stuff so keep an eye out for our uh, new inject of uh, 
uh, indigenous talent. Out, and of course, yeah, the two Davy twins look very impressive as well. And uh, yeah, got got the new numbers named. A lot of the clubs are doing the new numbers. And it's I think Jason's got a little... again, isn't it, Michael? Yeah. Well, this is this is where you can get optimistic. You can just you, literally all the all the social media accounts have just got players, you know, I, lifting. I, I was going to say I saw <laughs> one this morning, and I was just thinking, God, Bombers supporters. But there was a um, clip of Alan Davy Jr. just b- bouncing um, the ball with his opposite hand on the grass, and like it was sort of a wet deck that day. And I'm going, Oh, geez, he's so good, he can bounce opposite hand in the wet, like rain, get him in for round one. I was going, Jeez, it's a bit early for that, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I like, I like the it's only December. Oh, and, and the hype's certainly there. He's wearing his father's number 33, which is yeah. really good, and I think yeah. the brother's wearing number 36, by yeah. memory. Um, but have you have you guys seen the photo of Nat Fife's bicep? Yeah. Now, this is this has Mate, been circulating no. around that, the that vein. <laughs> That vein that's gone down his arm, that thing is bigger than my left calf. Actually, like, it's scary. <laughs> we'll have to like, chuck this up on the Instagram. I've not yeah, seen I this. Yeah, no, we will, we will. He's, and he's, he's what, he's going to be playing full forward and, this year? And, and the thing is, that was another one that I'd seen where it was a photo of when he first started and how sort of skinny he was yes. compared to that. And it was like uh, um, zero flag, zero biceps. Zero and, then the, and then there's two flag, uh, sorry, two biceps, zero, zero flags. flags. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they remind him very quickly in yeah, AFL, oh, don't yeah. you, about how many flags you've got, but my little news is Tom Phillips who was uh, delisted by Hawthorne he's going to be training yeah, with Essendon that. senior team this mm. week and mm. I think he'll be signing for the VFL program. He was quite a talented wingman at Collingwood for a little while there. He played in the 2018 Grand Final so he looks like a little bit of a bush pig now with the long hair yeah. and it's, it's uh, not quite his look but uh, no, I think that's probably a little bit harsh but we love you Tommy Phillips if you, if you get in the red and black we'll, uh, we'll hopefully give you a haircut. Uh, last couple of bits of news too. The VFL announced they're going to be doing a special like extra gateway to get into the finals, which is a, a bit wild weird. Card. Yeah, wild card. Yeah, no, like the NBA. Really NFL the headline style. is it maybe like an NFL or even like the in, you know how the, the NBA, NBA doing the like yeah, like playoff yeah, kind of thing yeah, to get eight or whatever. But yeah, that'd wow. be interesting to see. I think so. The NBA, it's I think it's so it's obviously it's top eight of each conference. Yeah. So it's eight. Um, or no, so it's with seven versus ten, yeah. eight versus yeah, nine. Exactly. That's the way that yeah. they do so it. it's like the lo- those last two seeds they fight yeah. out between. So I don't know if it's exactly with that VFL, yeah. but it's something it's along those lines. Teams, yeah, so, so yeah, there is. Yeah, mm. so nine and ten get a chance. Uh, look, it's interesting, but I think yeah, VFL's the area to trial these things. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. a good I'm not sure it's ready for <laughs> AFL. Yeah, very um, true. Although the jokes have been, Carlton would still miss the eight even <laughs> in the wild card round. That's what I've seen on Facebook today. I um, last bit of news before we get to our first song, uh, Perth Glory have announced the return of Adam Taggart. They've signed him uh, on a three and a half year deal uh, back home from Japan. Well, that's incredible because they need a bit of light, light news in the uh, in the A-League. No, front. Yeah, yeah, we're still building. We're, gonna oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're building, we're building to it. God. Oh, my word. <laughs> Alright, well, we'll get to our first track now. I was inspired <laughs> for something by you said on social media, Michael, last night. You said specifically us because there's so many of us in the studio today yes. for the final show. We were getting the band back together. Oh, I like this. <laughs> And I found found this song reminded me of a song that only came about two years ago. I've never played Cold Chisel, I don't think, oh on the show God. before. Are you kidding? Um, but here How it is. Dare you? Getting the band okay, back yes, together. Let's do it. Okay, <laughs> Working class. Right man, here on the sports desk. Jimmy. Your Friday morning on Sin. Cold 
Tizzle on the sports desk on your Friday morning, getting the band back together, and that's essentially what we've done. Are you okay? <laughs> okay, that's Are you all right? Jimmy Bunch. Do you need help? He's in the studio. <laughs> sorry, guys. Do you need help? <laughs> so, sorry, sorry, listeners at home. <laughs> Do you need myself. a hug? <sighs> yes, that would be lovely. Thank okay. you, Jimmy. Oh. He has got a very powerful scream. It does. It's very and he scary. still does. How old is Jimmy? Been his 60s oh, now. Oh, and throw no, special whistles to him, too, because he's just come out of surgery. He's just had amazing uh, hip surgery or something, yeah, and well. um, he's had to cancel a lot of shows. So got he's got a brand new hip. Back, back in a brand up new and hip. about. That'll go off in the airport. Uh, <laughs> in the airport security <laughs> system. It would, that brand new hip would go off in the airport, Jimmy. <laughs> Finest titanium Australia's got. Yeah, and if he goes to the US, he'll have to take his shoes off as well. Oh, mate. I have to. Oh, have to oh that's a nightmare. Don't get me started. Okay, it's time for the World Cup. Oh, and I'll tell you what, that you hate that noise drives me <laughs> No, I, I love it. I'm really dun, dun. like, shut up. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I think that might be because I've watched way too many games. Yeah, I go you mean like and every ad break. It just dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Can I be honest? I was expecting the very first game they're going to have the wooden goals. I actually what? thought, you know, you know, in the you know, in the preview when they when they yeah. have the guitar thing and yeah. they have the wooden sticks as the goals, I thought they yeah. were going to bring that out in the first because you know the, the, there was all well, this you talk. Thought they were going to play in the desert. Yeah, well, <laughs> the, actually, thought, the stadiums weren't going to be ready, so I thought maybe the wooden <laughs> sticks were going to be. There. I mean, we, that's, oh, that, that, right. that stadium chat's a whole other can of worms. Oh, no, no, well, I'd like to here. talk about the football. All right, let's, let's <laughs> talk about. it. <laughs> okay, so we've just been through an amazing World Cup campaign and. In, as we were saying before in the start of the show, that we've probably really exciting World Cup, being so many crazy things that have happened, ups and downs for many teams. Uh, but we'll go through the semi-finals up the top, and we'll start off with Argentina. Uh, 3-0 over Croatia, goal to Lionel Messi and Julian Alvarez, uh, two goals to him. Uh, has it been, he been a shining young star, like... Alvarez good, is great. Good, incredible. good for him to come back to City when... Oh, <laughs> he came right back to the right time. Just sit on the bench behind Harlan again, just go, oh, I've done my work for the year. Well, look, I, th- I, think, I think that goes two ways, though, to be honest with you. Because, theoretically speaking, he's... Man City learning from yeah going to be the best striker in history. Let's be real. Mm. He's sitting there learning all yeah. this, and if we're you know not beating around the bush, it's only a matter of time before Haaland goes to Real Madrid. It's, yeah, it's only a matter of time, yeah, for sure. because they're gonna that they they're starting to build up. I mean, Valverde is insane. Mo- Modric is leaving. They're gonna bring in some new signings. I tell you what, he's wild. This new signing Those, that they've that uh, they've the Brazilian just kids? this Brazilian have you have you, have you yeah. seen this, Sammy? <laughs> this is ridiculous. I'm I'm just going to get it up because one of the, my mates sent it to me. So it's a done deal. Yep. This kid Endrick, he's 16 years old. His current market value is 20 million euros. He got sold for 72 million euros. <laughs> To join the club in 2024 yeah, so that, with his That's 18. what I found so funny about that when I read it. It was like, he literally can't play for Real Madrid for another year and a half. Yeah. And just signed him for 70 million. It's like, what are it, the... It's crazy. But I feel like that is going to be a cheap price in 2024. Yeah, well, I, yeah Clubs are going to get sure. mega bank. We've got... We, I mean, Newcastle's the richest team in the Premier League and, one, and like, what, the second or third richest team in the world? Mm. They're going to start building up. They're going to start making big signings, and you're going to start seeing seventy million pound or seven million seventy million euro transfer fees being like, oh, that's actually not too much. Yeah, yeah, it's a big okay. investment. Big investment. I love your enthusiasm. As 
enthusiasm, Jimmy, but we've already got a limited time, so we're going to talk about the World Cup. We've got the whole off-season to see <laughs> where... <laughs> with that Argentina game, just get yeah. into it. What do you think about the penalty, firstly? The, that, uh, I thought it was a bit... Just because, like, he's he's already uh, kicked the ball, and, like, I know he's probably, like, keeper sticks the leg out, but it didn't didn't affect his goal-scoring opportunity. I thought it was pretty soft, and that's coming from a Messi stand. It's a bit right soft. It's yeah, a bit soft. Like, I thought it was poor, to we're be all, honest. We're, we're all pro-Messi as being the goal. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, yeah. I thought it was poor. To be fair, I, I'm happy it didn't really affect the game in the sense of that Argentina were really good the rest of the way. Whether yeah. or not that mm, first mm. goal meant that that's w- always the way it was going to go, I don't know. But yeah. the rest of the game, you can't really say that. You they know, won fair and square. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, so, a better team on the I'm day. I'm happy that it ended that way, but I, yeah, I thought it was a bit soft. To be and, and I think we should talk about the assist. I mean, oh, how oh, incredible is that, like, this, oh, He's just... And that's finally we go talking about price again. But Gvardiol's probably going to get sold this summer. So the defender yep. that Messi torched mm. um, probably <laughs> get sold, but for at least that amount that yeah. um, Andrik got, you know, seventy to. Uh, I mean, I hope Chelsea get it because yeah, to to be- support it. But like. He's going to be worth that much. He's probably been the best defender at this tournament, you I, could argue. Oh, well, you know, up there, up there, yeah. and like possibly um, w- would be up there for young player of the tournament I as agree. well. Yeah, so I it's agree. like, and he's just thirty-five-year-old Messi goes, yeah, okay. But I, I think, I later. think, look, this really Mbappe wins yeah. young player of the tournament without yeah. a doubt. Is and Messi, st- yeah, is he still? He's, he's only twenty-one. Yeah, okay, well, there you go. And I think, um, I think Messi wins player of the tournament regardless of yeah. the result on Monday yeah. morning. So three mm. 0 to Argentina mm. and Croatia valiant effort so far. Like some of the teams that they've oh. knocked over, D- Japan, who were a, a, a crazy dangerous surprise, yeah. uh, getting through that, and then uh, who did they beat in the last round? I'm trying to remember. Uh, Brazil, yeah, and penalties, and that, yeah. that that was a shock because I think the tables had turned about maybe midway through the tournament, and a lot of people were thinking Bra- uh, Brazil. Someone said Brisbane. Brazil were looking like the stronger favourites between the two mm, South yeah, Americans, um, yeah. and it's really just turned on its head. So I don't know. massive. I was win. never convinced. You were never. But convinced? even even I, Portugal yeah. were looking good at one point as well, and I think they may have even just without Ronaldo. Made and too maybe many. Been, yes, yeah, I think they were getting a little bit. So there was there was a certain game in Brazil's group stage matches where I I think it was match day two um, where they played Switzerland and Casemiro had to score their goal yeah, and I'm like yeah. they don't look convincing yeah I'm not saying that they you know they didn't they went out in their in their last game and won fair and square I mean they you know I mean they, no they didn't they lost they to Cameroon, lost Cameroon but, but like they played a B team play a and then they went yeah. out and you know belted Korea Republic four once there's no doubt they're a great team yeah. yes but yeah, there I'm were flaws you. in their system throughout the whole World Cup definitely and. Like if look, end of the day, if you've if you're having to get Marquinhos to take a penalty in a in a sudden death, what did you like, think about the whole Neymar thing with that? Because that was a big storyline about the fact that he didn't take a penalty. You know what? Yeah, he deserves it. Yeah. Like, what can you say? Yeah. He's trying to be the hero for his country, saying, oh, I'm going to take the fifth penalty, so I'm the saviour of the country. Yeah. Mate, you don't know what's going to happen. Take your penalty, play for your team, yeah. because if Marquinhos and Neymar switch positions, they wouldn't have been in that position. Yeah. And if you're having to take Marquinhos, who's a centre-back, who doesn't take penalties... Having to do that, well, then you know something's wrong in your system. And correct me if I'm wrong, but Messi takes the first penalties yeah, for Messi, Argentina. Messi so takes the, first. the captain usually always yeah, takes yeah, the first. That's penalty. what I was yeah, going to say. And like, I don't want to bring standard. it back to Messi all the time, but it's like I think 
although you want to take that fifth one if it's like all pressure's on you to finish it off or whatever, but at the same time, in a penalty shootout, it's all about momentum. Definitely. Your best needs to take that first one, get you off, because mm. I, I was watching that penalty shootout on the train, it's like, you've got to get those first two, to, you know, yeah. first two or three to get first through. First two, Because then it done. helps your keeper. You're like, yeah. okay, you got some in the bank here. If you save one, then you yeah. could win Correct. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so Argentina and just just off the back, I feel like Australia. I know Saudi Arabia gave Here me a scare, but we've awoken we've awoken the beast of yeah. Messi uh, since that game. He's been absolutely incredible. Um, so I think I think we gave him a scare to be honest with you. <laughs> and and can, can can you say it? We're the third best team. Well, can, yeah, can, you, say it? can you say it? That, that's <laughs> where I, that's what I thought you were going to say. I tell you the interesting <laughs> fact that both teams in the World Cup final we've played in this yeah. World Cup. Yeah, yeah, it's very. I mean, we got belted by one, and, and we, we came yes. one save that came from the left yeah. hand that of Emmy Martinez that he wasn't aware of. Otherwise, Grand Corps would have been a national hero. It would have taken an extra time in the rest of history. Yeah. It's good uh, to dream. So, the other side, France defeated Morocco 2-0. Um, sad for Morocco. It's been one hell of a ride oh, for those fans. Um, incredible run. Really yeah, exciting. Great. They've still got a chance at a third-place match with oh, Croatia. Yes. I always seem to forget about. Yeah. Um, um, but, I, look, the final... I think, I think a fair few tipped France and Argentina to be the final from... The, the get-go. Yeah, France um, France was, for, for yeah. that bracket, that was mine, or Portugal. Yeah. So really gallant effort from uh, Morocco, and that mm. even amount of shots, it could have gone either way, yeah, but they're just the older experience. Really well, actually, watching it, like, I think, I, I was reading something before the game started, it was like, the, with the way that Morocco play, if they don't concede early, there'll be a sniff just because of the way they play. They yeah. can sort of mm. hold it up, you know, dictate the way that it goes. But then I saw it and I was like, oh, they scored the first five minutes. Like that would have I've thrown it out the way. But mm. they still played well. They had I chances. Think, so I think with that big team, though, like if we if we really take into consideration France and the teams mm. that have played before, I think that... The way that Morocco play their game, they've got some fantastic players. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Hakimi's... Incredible! I could I, I could go on with all these plays Ziech. and link them and Hakim Ziyech, mm. um, all all these different plays that are linked with even CDR teams, mm. league one teams. Mm. Um, that when they start having an attack, teams start to panic because they don't want to go down to this team or they don't want them to get a sniff or anything like that. And we saw in their last game how Portugal started to panic. And you could yeah. and you could see them trying to scramble back and trying to do everything they needed to do where they weren't just playing football. France didn't care. Yeah. Like they're they're one of those teams that are so professional that nothing phases them. A chance, yeah. all right, fine. That was it. Put it behind us. Here's the next yeah. bit of play. Good, yeah. good thing Moro- Mor- Morocco. They didn't really sit back or, or sit down. They always managed the pressure, and even if the game changed up, they were pretty much still, you know, heavily attacking in Correct. a way. And they, they were just a young, exciting team. It's, it's sad for them, but uh, look, the two big teams make the big dance. Hernandez gets the uh, the, the first goal in that, and then. Uh, Colo Miani, is that how you say his name? The 79th so. minute, the assist from Mbappe, which is incredible <laughs> how he found that pass. That, that's a good story with him too, because he only came into the, uh, the squad because of um, Nkuku getting a mm. late withdrawal with injury, so that's a good story and for him to be able to get in there. It's funny we forget how many France players on the sideline too that didn't make oh, it. Yeah, yeah, no. No. Winner well, no, yeah exactly right. All right, so the final, who wins? Who wins? God, it's so Argentina. I, I, I'm so... I hope Argentina. I just the more I look at the game, I just think, do they have someone Argentina to stop Mbappe down the right? 
like sorry, Den left um, with their right back. Molina's had a really good tournament, yeah. but I'm not sure. And then just whether or not um, they can stop sort of balls into Giroud on his head. That's only two things I'm sort of worried about. And obviously with uh, Romero and um, oh. Ultimate, they've had a pretty good tournament, but I just don't know. But I hope for school. I'm, oh, I'm thinking with my heart too much, but I'm going to say two one Argentina. It's going to be cagey. It's yeah. going to be really cagey. Yeah. It's going to be one of those games where there's fouls everywhere. That's it's a proper it's a proper mm. slugfest. Chris yep. Beath will effort watch. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Australian <laughs> icon Chris Beath. Um, I, honestly, I think it's going to be it's going to be two nil Argentina. Wow. But it's going to be cagey as that it's going to be one nil. The way that I see it, yeah, they're going to bring Larice up. Yeah. They're going to try oh, and savour it. <laughs> they're going to get a... It's going to be a really poorly taken corner. And whoever, um, Latara Martinez, De yeah. Maria, Messi, whatever's yep. going to run into the goal and the rest is history. I think it's... But that won't put any... Like, it, it, it won't, you know, show how the yeah. game played out because yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be one of the most cagey World Cup finals we'll ever see because we're, we're seeing the GOAT versus the young GOAT. Yeah, who's going to yeah. be Mbappe's going to be the, the best player? No, no, no. <laughs> Score, Michael. Okay, well, look, my, my my heart is saying Argentina as well. I I, I want to ride this wave of momentum and this fairy tale, but my head is telling me a lot of shades of 2014, where I think it was Argentina and Germany in that final, and I think it took really late until that yeah, game yeah. for a score to happen. Yeah, I think it, it was a sub like as well. 119th minute got to. Yeah. And I feel like that it's going to be a similar story. Another European team, uh, it's, it, it's going to do it. So I'm going to say France 1-0 as well. Ooh. So it, it's a tough one. It's funny when you say sort of the cagey side of it, because I think like when you look at Argentina, I think for the majority of that whole team, and they've talked about it, is just like they're playing for him. Yeah. And so it's like, I feel like they think they're a team of destiny, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. they, they, The way that they just grind out games and just yeah. they will not say die because they're playing for him it's just I feel it's like a Argent- really interesting side of it it the- is Argentina are the king of techers yeah. like like they're, they're the king of dribbling yeah and right. they're going to like 100% I, I we're think running that, out of time yeah <laughs> I think I think that it's not going to be a game of long balls for Argentina yeah. I think they're going to play through the yeah. middle yeah. try and expose them I don't know how it's going to work but I'm bloody I'm excited. excited. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a great final. Three two for me. Oh. I think. I oh, think wow. the scores, the floodgates are going to open. Wow, which uh, one? for Argentina? Oh, hey, wow. there you go. I don't Does know. They're both Does Messi really... net one. Pardon? Surely Messi nets one. Of course, the last one. No, I. Th- I th- Oh, wouldn't oh, that be a story? Wouldn't that be great? Imagine he gets a penalty um, and it's a bit dodgy. Penenka's Lloris and does and puts his hands to the side. And then France get a penalty and they absolutely sky it. So Monday morning, 2am, probably not going to get any sleep. It's going to be exciting. Get to a pub. What should we pay to? 2am on Monday morning. Okay. How are we operating that? Do we have a nap before? No, you go all the way. We'll put some content up. Sam, we'll put some content yeah. up on the on the socials. Oh, of course, absolutely. And the third place game, of course, is this Sunday, two AM, Croatia and Morocco. Get up for that one. Uh, we're going to get to a song now. And as we've been playing uh, over the course of the World Cup, we've been playing World Cup songs, <laughs> like very, cheesy World yeah, Cup shout songs. Out. Very quickly, the saviour of Australian football. Um, it's birthday today. Happy birthday, Craig Goodwin! You absolutely good. Oh, goody. Uh, so yeah, we've been playing songs, and I think be very <laughs> this, careful with this, this with this song, Sammy. <laughs> we, we, which one is? I don't know. That we need it to be the right one. <laughs> yes, Thank cup you. of life, Ricky Martin, Woo! Sports Desk, Friday morning.
the Cup of Life, uh, Ricky Martin Yay! on the sports desk in your Friday morning, <laughs> of course, playing cheesies, uh, che- cheesy World Cup songs on... Whoa! <laughs> hey, everyone, my mic's turned off. Yes. What's going on? There hey, go. Jimmy, oh, there he is. You had a nice little dance along, and I hope you're dancing along at home. It's, of course, Friday. Having and a groove, Friday. Our last show for the year as well. Um, so, of course, uh, after this segment, we will um, delve into some of our favourite moments from the year, and there were plenty, Sammy. Definitely. I've just realised I've left a piece of paper <laughs> that had oh, the fixture on it. Oh, oh dear me. It's the last show me. the year. Dear me. Um, We're talking a bit of Aliga, the A-Liga, best league in the yes. world, the Aliga. Aliga. All righty. Well, look. Been a big week in Australian football. Just gonna give you the it's whole. It's been a little bit of a big week, guys. Don't know what's happened. Um, bit of bit of financial bit of financial corruption. Bit of a uh, bit of quick buck in your in your back pocket, and a bit of uh, let's sail the league off to Sydney for three years. How good's that? Yeah, not not fun. Not fun no. for a national competition. No. Um, no, and it's not fun for fans and supporter groups and everything because my week has turned. From relaxing to a week that I want to figure out for the rest of my life. It's mm. uh, look it's, to break it down for you, for the viewers, listeners at home. If you don't know, living under a rock, or you just haven't heard the news, the APL, which is the Australian Professional Leagues, which is um, run by all the football clubs in Australia who play in the A League, um, all have representatives who sit on the board of twelve people. Or thirteen people, including the the uh, runner, seat CEO Danny Townsend, who was also the CEO of Sydney FC at one stage. So connect the dots. Sydney. They've sold it off. There was a bit of a crisis meeting due to the backlash of it on Monday. Um, fans wanting to boycott um, the City Terrace and original star Melbourne in Melbourne threatened to walk out of the twentieth minute of the derby tomorrow, um, staging one of the biggest walkouts in Australian football history. They came back after that, and they came back after hearing all these other um, fan groups are wanting to walk out. They had a meeting. They posted a post on the A-League's social media and website saying that they are, are staying, sticking fat with this deal, and all 11 clubs, bar Melbourne Victory, signed off on it. So you can imagine how angry people are. And I think West United didn't sign. And I th- I'm pretty sure I heard uh, on uh, another podcast that... Uh, not all clubs had a vote or something all on the board. Well, so Brisbane Raw is, and it's apparently meant to represent a few other clubs, which is a bit weird. Every team should be on the board. I think, like, mm, what, mm, obviously I Newcastle don't have an owner, so they can't be on the board right. Um, right. because they're currently just being run by. I think I'm not too sure, but their Chinese owner sold them and cut their losses because it was too much of a of a negative impact on his bank account, which is fair enough because you know at the end of the day the CEO is there for the business, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it's it's pretty shocking and pretty damning on fans and the way that the APL have handled it's been disgusting. I think mm-hmm. um, obviously, Sammy, you know, you go to A League matches, you pay your money. Um, you know, I pay my money. We we all go to this game because we want to grow the game in Australia. And I think that after the week that we've had in the last couple of weeks with Australian football, it's probably been the best time to grow the game. You know, you've got kids buying Craig Goodwin shirts, kids buying Matt Leckie shirts. Going, over, I went over to Sydney to watch City play Sydney over the weekend, um, and they had the signing session with Redders, Leckie, Tills, and J Mac. All you know after the heroics of whatnot, getting your little panini card signed. I got mine signed and whatnot like that. <laughs> um, and 
it's it you know i didn't expect to wake up after getting home from sydney at eight o'clock at night on the sunday to wake up at you know nine in the morning with this news on my phone um it's it's i I don't know what to say because it, it you just feel backstabbed you feel betrayed you feel like the integrity of the game is just lost because of this of this deal um but then there's a lot of conflicting thoughts due to you know the mariners coming out with this three-page statement saying that if they didn't vote yes for it they would have lost upwards of four hundred thousand dollars which means that their club would have gone into liquidation and folded so you have these conflicting opinions by clubs and whatnot and it makes your mind wonder as to what's really gone on and why this deal has happened and if if it comes out and if something said that you know about this move and as to why they did it People will be equally as angry because the fans were, weren't not consulted. Danny Townsend came up with this most scripted interview I've ever seen in my life, handpicking the, the question. It was just ridiculous. The, yeah, it was, the communication was just terrible. Calling and fans it was emotional? Be, uh, th- they knew they were going to have some backlash, but uh, I, I don't, don't think, think they, they expected they, it. No. Uh, and, um, yeah, it's, it's been PR nightmare for them. Um, and Their fault, I mean, though. The, even, it's no one else's fault yeah, but theirs. That's, uh, they decided to create this thing and separate from Football Australia to be able to manage and run this thing Correct. on their own. And I think they've done a few good things so far. I, th- I think f- from what we had previously, there's been a few good things, but this was just totally wrong. Um, and I still think... If I, uh, and then there was an article today that's... Uh, apparently something to do with their TV broadcast deal. They w- didn't hit some metres, so they weren't getting as much TV r- revenue back as they yep. sh- should have been and things like that. So, Say I it. mean, there's Come probably... clean. Yep. Like, I, I, don't, I don't get it. Come clean yep. about everything. Because they they came out, and I, you know, I, I do get a bit emotional and I do get a bit frustrated with this because, you know, I am a part of a, of a supporters group and I do have a bit of a role in running these things. So we cop it the most because the fans come to the people who help run this stuff looking for answers, and then when we get no answers, what are we supposed to do? You know, it's it leaves us in a hard place and... It gives you no choice but to protest the movements. Correct. Like regardless of what people think, I stand by the decision that these that these supporters group are walking out after twenty minutes. Like we'll be, I'll be walking out. I hope you guys be walking out because it's it's not a it's not a thing of the clubs and walking out of the derby. It's walking out in protest for the integrity of football in Australia. Nothing else. No, I don't. I don't care about the like. I, I love the players. I'm sure the players were just as disgusted as us because mm-hmm. it just come out. They didn't know. They were blindsided. Mm-hmm. You can't blame them. I'm not walking out in protest of the players. They don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not walking out of protest for anything else but the club's lack of communication and the way that it was handled by the APL mm-hmm. and the integrity of the game because I want in 20 years' time to bring in my kids to games on my shoulders saying, we've grown this league. Yep. When it was 15 years old, we, me and my mates who are now your so-called uncles or whatnot mm. like that, mm. we grew this game from what was nothing to what it is now. I don't want it to be sitting down watching MPL on a Sunday night down in Oakley or whatnot, being like, oh, do you remember the A-League? Ha, that was a good time. Because no one put any effort it, to it, and it, it just went to ruins. It, and it just seems so pieces. short-sighted. Like, they weren't aware of their position. Like, that's so fragile. I feel like in other leagues, bigger, like you, know, you can make decisions like this and... <laughs> 
it's not going to affect the heart of it because there's always going to be people that are going to be enough people that are going to travel and do things like that, but not 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 with us. Not no. not yeah. Uh, and no. I'd, to have neutral grand finals like that anyway, that it's they wouldn't sell tickets. It's just funnily enough, Sammy. Um, yeah. They've just released um, uh, the article in a bit more depth as to the uh, quotas for the broadcasting rights. Right. Um, A-League memes, funnily enough, which is the most reliable source in Australian <laughs> football at the moment. Um, the It was posted at 5am today. A-League clubs were forced to contemplate a controversial $12 million sale of their grand final hosting rights, partly due to a shortfall in the broadcast income of this season. After failing to hit benchmarks for the first um, for the first year of their TV contract with Network 10. Um, here we go. So, yeah. Well, they the weren't Izuzu, even showing the games on the main channels. It the Isuzu A-League <laughs> is already exceeding all expectations and outperforming KPIs this season. Right. Plus, super fans are subscribing to Paramount Plus, Australia's fastest-growing streaming service. Um, it's it doesn't make sense. Nothing adds up. No, and it's it's still going to be weeks of fallout. So we're probably going to be. It's probably going to go on for a few more weeks. And I don't I don't want it to. I want to talk about the football, and, and it's it's a real shame that this has happened. But uh, there is still a round to be played, and will be played whether there are fans there or not. Uh, First so tonight, game. the Newcastle Jets yeah. and the Brisbane Roar will play tonight. I feel there's there's rumours that there's going to be. Um, so they've got their teddy bear toss um, tonight, which is their annual Christmas kind of thing oh, where yeah. they donate stuffed animals to hospitals yes yes they'll be doing that but there's also rumours that Newcastle the Terrace Nova Castro is going to be walking out as well okay um, which is going to be interesting my my tip for this the fans won APL nil Ah, I like it, Jimmy. Wellington Phoenix and Adelaide United play tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Central Coast Mariners and Sydney FC, 5pm tomorrow. The Melbourne Derby, 7.45, Saturday night. Christmas Derby, always, that's probably the favourite game of the year. Can I, give my, can I give my tip for this as well? We, one second. <laughs> West United and Western Sydney Wanderers, uh, Sunday, 3pm. MacArthur and Perth Glory, Sunday um, at 5pm. Okay, give us your tip. Fans 10, APL okay. nil. That's ah, it. I love it. There we go. Um, what a real tip. You know, yeah, you know what? I think City's going to win the derby, to be honest with you. I think it's going to be like a 2-1, 3-1. That's what I think it's going to be. Um, Newcastle should win tonight. Adelaide should win. Mariners and Sydney, I think, will be a draw. Um, West United, I think, is going to beat the Western Sydney Wanderers on Sunday and Perth are going to beat MacArthur away. Melbourne Derby, though, it's always a good time. Whether we've been... Forget forget the APL stuff for the moment. This is a great time, uh, the Derby. The excitement and build-up for it. It's not been the same, but uh, it's favourite game of the year. So, And my uh, first game in the A-League yeah. as well. I'm very, very <laughs> excited. What a to, game to go to. To see 20 minutes game. of it, exactly. That'll be great. It's all right. We'll go to the pub. Yeah, nice. Have some red cordials. Okay. <laughs> Funny you mention that. Um... The next song I'm going to play is a FIFA anthem, which I'll be playing on Saturday night at the Bergie Seltzer. I'm doing my first ever DJ Disco. gig playing FIFA songs. Shout out. Giving you some um, shout out. I so if you're not song. going to the game, you can come to that, I guess. <laughs> uh, sports Desk Friday morning. Uh, more coming up. Big Bash League, basketball, and then we'll round out what's been a great year on the Sports Desk. Tell 
my type on the sports desk on your Friday morning. And, oh, it's been a whopper of a show. It's been ups and downs galore. It's been a crazy week in sport. Uh, But the Big Bash League has kicked off, Michael. Yes, have you got a sound effect for it, Sammy? We'll, we'll, uh, we'll have to we'll have to get you uh, get you one. Uh, yeah, Big Bash has kicked off. Uh, there's been some some amazing results. The very first game, Sydney Thunder and Melbourne Stars, was an absolute what a catch, Michael! Beauty, by the an way, amazing catch to... by a guy who wasn't even meant to be playing. Yeah, he's a Geelong boy. Actually, I've, I've uh, seen him play a few times. He had a good um, tournament last year, but he's sub fielder and he took yeah. some great catches. He was having a toasted sandwich, wasn't he, yeah, Coop? So then all of a sudden he's on the field and he's juggling catches. Uh, absolutely incredible. So the game last night, Melbourne Renegades played their first game of the season. They bet the Brisbane Heat by 22 runs, uh, 166 they scored in their first innings. The Melbourne Renegades, and it was Nick Maddinson mm. uh, who is the current skipper for the Renegades. I think he's going to have a real big season. He scored 87 off 49 deliveries, but did you see the footage, gentlemen, of the Zing Bales going off randomly? Yeah. Was nowhere near the shot, and all of a sudden, the Bales go red, and uh, they thought he may have... Did the umpire raise the finger by any chance, Michael? No, he looked as confused as Nick, but um, no, look, he wasn't wasn't out. Uh, Dre Russell, 35 off 28 runs, and then Akil Hossein from the West Indies, probably should have played in the Test Mm. Series, looking at his uh, figures of 3 for 15 off 4 overs, so um, I'm I'm pretty bullish about the Renegades. Of course, they're one of the RMIT sponsors here. Um, Dre Russell, Martin Guptal, uh, Akil Hossein, and Majeep Ol Rahman all playing uh, might be able to climb them off the bottom of the ladder. So that's uh, what's happening in the Big Bash. Okay, and time for a bit of basketball now. And we do have a sound effect for this one. <laughs> I believe it's somewhere. It's somewhere. Defense. What is that? <laughs> What's the state of this? Hell. Um, so today in the NBA, the Rockets will play the Heat uh, from 12, the Grizzlies and the Bucks, the Jazz and the Pelicans to, uh, from 1pm, Clippers and the Suns from 2.30. Uh, back home at week 11 of the NBL, um, uh, the Taipans and the Bullets played on Wednesday and last night. Uh, the Melbourne United play South East Melbourne Phoenix. Tonight, Hawks and the Kings from 7.30. The Wildcats and the Breakers from 9.30. Uh, Jack Jumpers and Taipans on Saturday from 5.30. The Adelaide 36ers versus the Brisbane Bullets Saturday, 5pm. Uh, so, oh, sorry, 8pm. South East Melbourne Phoenix play the Kings Sunday, 2pm. Melbourne United and the Hawks from Sunday, 4pm. And then uh, continues throughout next week. Um, so, yeah. Final comment from me as well before we wrap up this show, Sammy Boy. Uh, the NHL journey update from me, Sammy. <laughs> oh, well, keep, it brief, keep it brief. We've gone down from five. It's now down to two for me in, t- in terms of picking, the cho- picking my team. I was cheering on the Winnipeg Jets during this week. So they're still there, and the Edmonton Oilers, yes. the Connor McDavid, Edmonton, the Connor McDavid effect is growing on me I big like time. It. We're down like to two Oilers and Jets, and congratulations to the Vancouver Canucks yesterday, hey. where I watched my first penalty shootout. Okay. Um, All right. We're going to play a little thing now. We, we won't, we'll come back and we'll talk about our uh, favourite moments from the sporting year. Um, uh, but this is just a few highlights uh, from our year on the sports desk. Michael is currently wearing my Carlton 2022 member scarf. Says up the baggers. Up the, the baggers! <laughs> Let's go, Blues! This feels just so wrong in so it's many ways. Skin peeling off. Yeah, it sort of is. I'm chafing real bad up around the neck. So Don't we'll, want this to happen again. We'll <laughs> we'll <laughs> 
pretty much obliged to do it. You can't just be there for the good times. Uh, there's going to be bad times, and I think for all the other bad oh, uh, there's no. a guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mike was taking his hoodie oh, off, and he's got, a red red of oh. he's got a black and white <laughs> t-shirt on. I didn't realise I was wearing these colours. I, honestly, I... You know, I had a lot of respect for you, Mike. It's really diminished very, very quickly. Oh, God. I went there. I did. Because no one on that list deserves to wear the red and black. It's a big call, but I do not care. The Maggie's got the job done by one point. Just that little bit more, as James had promised about Carlton Collins, because it was the biggest home and away game we had in round 23. People went off on the radio this morning about it. I watched the last quarter back today twice because I was just wanting to unpack it. Poetic about it, too. Yeah. 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 Sort your stuff out, wow. Adam, because you're wow. a bloody disgrace. We're not happy. We're not happy. Sorry that we had to go on like yeah. this. <laughs> okay. Oh, you know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Nunes, the arc um, review on the touch. Yeah, like, like goal. goal. That thing's got more pickles than Pac-Man in the 80s. Like, let's be real. Like, it, it, it was does. ridiculous. You, you got you to gotta body some people. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, you, like you and the musicians. I've, I've, been, talk, I've been talking... <laughs> no, I, I, it's fair. I've been talking big smack about the, uh, about the megahertz and they wanted to have big belt, uh, the rock dogs and whatnot. Good that to was, be here, James. That, that, that was holiday. Are you right there? <laughs> Been <laughs> sucking like, some helium? Yeah, you're It's almost a factor of if you don't laugh, you cry. Yeah, and you got to have a sense of humor. You put up with so much garbage by this club. Free from Desire got uh, a speed a couple of years ago with lots of clubs, but they have an interesting one. Uh, it's Jack, Jack, Jackie. That stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> that it is. Used to go from the 90s. And then they put that pie and they flip it upside down and put that on that plate and there's your pie floater. Staple dish of South Australia. <laughs> Yum. And uh, that's about it for Essendon because they are just <laughs> trash. There we go. A few highlights from the sporting year. Um, oh, stay tuned to our socials. Pie the floaters, Essendon being trashed, and uh, Carlton breaking your heart, Sam. I feel like that uh, was a point, recurring, recurring theme one quite a point. bit. Okay. Uh, right. the dark side Before we finish, with... perhaps during the Christmas break, we'll put a few extra behind no. the scenes <laughs> on the socials. Sure, Favourite we'll sporting that. moment of the year, go. Uh, for myself, discovering yep. the NHL. Oh, I've got to say, having the Formula One, Formula One uh, Grand Prix back in Melbourne was a massive highlight for me, and actually going along. It was amazing weather, which you can't say about Melbourne yeah, right now. It was a great moment. Um, I'm going to say Joel Salwood's right foot banana in the grand final, oh, about five nice. minutes left, and that will be superseded by Messi winning the World Cup if he wins it. Yeah, I like the call. Um, Silver medal attending a final. Uh, yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was good when was we won the fun. finals together. We should do that again. Uh, mine is, of course, the Socceroos. It's been yeah. one of the craziest Dream moments. Story. It's 
been really exciting. Uh, but that about wraps us up. It's been a crazy wow, one hour. What a season. You had to well, have your seatbelt right, on Sammy. for this show. It's been yeah. uh, crazy. But uh, no, I've enjoyed your company throughout the year, Fridays and Wednesdays. And, uh, and even the occasional Monday. We, we had a nice little yeah. run on Monday there. A, a massive shout out to, to RMIT Sport for all of their support. Uh, of course, we've had a lot of Redbacks, uh, student athletes on our show throughout the season. So a massive shout out to them. Joel Baden, Christian Painter. We've had some absolute Rippers on RMIT Esports, and of course a big shout out to Sin. Sin, of course, have been a massive supporter of the show, and of course our lovely listeners out there. You've been absolutely loyal. You've been incredible, getting up early to listen to our shows and watch our content. And of course, a massive highlight of our season was the grand final footy show that we put on as well. And we hope to do a lot of great content in 2023. And the chance has been yeah. a pleasure. Thank you to RMIT TV for helping put that. And RMIT TV, yeah, as no, well. that was massive good. shout out to them. And then Michael, this may be your last sports desk. Potentially, potentially, I am going to be sin dead next season so potentially my last official show but it's uh, if it is um, it, it has been an absolute pleasure I've really enjoyed my time here at Sin since 2016 when I started as a uh, pimply faced uh, RMIT student and here we are a very very handsome looking man if I do say so myself <laughs> uh, a couple of seasons later so no for, for all those who have, who have followed my journey here at Sin it's been an absolute joy and a privilege so that has been the Sports Desk remember you can keep up to date with us on socials Instagram Facebook and Twitter Sports Desk Sin I'll be back next year uh, with plenty of sport to cover. We'll go round the merry-go-round again uh, of sport, the wild yes. world of sport. Now, I thought we'll finish uh-huh. on a Christmas song. It's my favourite Christmas song, Slade. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone. Hey, Merry Christmas. Um, Merry Christmas. Have a happy holidays. And we'll see you sometime soon. This has been the Sports Desk Woo. on Sin.